I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would you be the jerk for being blunt and calling somebody a greedy jerk? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my wife she no longer has an excuse to not work? My wife and I had our first child two years ago, a beautiful little girl. My wife and I agreed that her being a stay-at-home mom was worth it and I can sustain the household on my income. I started to notice about a year in she was getting overwhelmed and asked what I could do to help. She claimed to be fine but I started to price around childcare options, spoke with friends, family and colleagues looking for any suggestions, recommendations and resources. That is when my boss told me our job has childcare benefits. Awesome! I start the paperwork, get the approval, and got put on a wait list. I brought it up with my wife when we toured the place with our daughter. She loved it. About four months, a spot opened up, and our daughter's now in daycare. It's run in the same office building I work at, so it's super convenient. I drop her off when I head to work and pick her up when I leave. Perfect. Here's where the issue arrives. My wife is not doing anything. We split the household chores. That is how it was in my family growing up, and I find cleaning and cooking relaxing, so I'm fine with it. That being said, my wife has not done much with her day since our daughter started daycare. I understand adjustments take time. That being said, the original agreement was for her to be a stay-at-home mom. With our daughter in daycare, not being rude, staying home to be a mom is not happening. I brought up the million-dollar question, when are you going back to work? This may have been a miscalculation on my part, but I figured I'm in this deep, let's see it to the end. She gave me a glare of death and tried to change the subject. I kindly interjected, not trying to push you but practically speaking, I told her that she has no excuse to not be working. This was my tactical error she blew up. Thankfully during this, daughter was at my parents house so she didn't hear or see the yelling. We went back and forth using the classic lines from both sides of the camp. She used the good husband provides the option for their wife to stay home. I said if you want to be then either watch our daughter or do the housework. Your being home is not a free pass to do nothing. She clapped back with your co-workers' wives get to stay home and do nothing. I told her I agree, but they've cheated on their wives. Want me to start doing that? I'm sure you piece together the rest. The comment about cheating was not a threat. She was using the fact that the wives of my co-workers get to be home, even though their kids are also in daycare. I pointed out that the husbands are cheating on them. My co-workers' situation is skewed. They found it as more beneficial to stay together from the wives' side. We live in a state where spousal support has caps and does not matter how many years you were married before. Husbands stick around because the status quo is just easier. It was just to state that this is not the life she thinks it is. Edit, please, it was not meant as a threat. She had envy of other families she knows and wanted what they had. I just told her the truth about what was hiding behind their walls. It wasn't me saying I would cheat, just me saying the life she's envying is not all sunshine and rainbows. The wives she sees are paying a price that she was unaware of, and I know she doesn't want to pay. She was also a software engineer. She was 100% on board, and I confirmed with her if she was okay with the daycare options, and if not, that's perfectly okay. 
She does not have any mental health issues that I'm aware of. I have suggested she does speak with her doctor, but that's something she has to do. I cannot force her. She did enjoy her line of work, or at the very least, that is what she told me. I also agree with the things said did not have to be said and that it was not a proper way to handle the situation. Just wanted to clarify that I have no intention or thought of cheating. It was simply a response to her asking why she cannot have what she sees my coworkers' wives have. So, personally, I don't blame OP. I think her excuse or her argument is one that you would hear from a child. Billy's mom doesn't make him do homework. As if somebody else's relationship should have any bearing on how your relationship with your partner functions. I just can't fault OP here. When nothing's happening and they're staying home, I would grow resentful of that too. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Am I the jerk for telling my coworker that her husband's insecurities are not my concerns? Roughly a week ago, I, male 37, was sent on a three-day business trip with my coworker Ashley, female 35, across the country. Ashley and I are really good friends and work very closely. Also, since it was our area of expertise, it made the most sense for our company to send us. Ashley's husband, Justin, male 39, also works for the company. Long story short, Justin doesn't like me at all. Personally, I think he's a bit prejudiced and insecure, as he didn't mind me at all while our company was working virtually during COVID, but once he met me in person, his opinion changed. Since then, there has been a pretty noticeable sense of rivalry between us. Furthermore, Ashley has mentioned previously that he doesn't like how closely we work together and how friendly I am with her. The business trip was both successful and fun. We finished most of our work obligations on the first two days of the trip, so we spent most of the third day having some fun and enjoying the city. Justin texted Ashley pretty often asking what we were up to, which was a bit obnoxious. At some point I asked her to respond less often, and that did get him to stop asking so many questions. Since we got back, Ashley's been telling me that Justin is acting strangely. Yesterday evening he told her how uncomfortable the trip made him feel. She went on to tell me and that it wasn't just the trip but also how close he thinks we are and how often we text and joke around with each other. I felt annoyed that Justin seemingly wanted to exert some control over my life, so I told Ashley that his concerns and insecurities were not my problem. She said I was being too unsympathetic towards him and that I needed to be more patient with him. Am I the jerk? Unless OP is actually making advances, flirting, being inappropriate, OP's done nothing wrong here, and I think OP hit it right on the head. His insecurities are not OP's problem when OP is not doing anything to rock the boat. Just being present, being a coworker, being mildly friendly, none of that pins anything against OP besides just being a normal human being. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making my son cook for his sister, even if it means cooking at midnight and waking him up? My daughter, 21, gets off work at 4am. She usually stays up until lunchtime and then sleeps until she goes to work. She works night shift. My son is 17 and still in high school. I'm at work when she's sleeping, but my son was home for the summer and he would wake her up to make him food. He would pester her until she did it so she could go back to sleep. It came to a head a month ago where my daughter lost it and I finally learned about it. Anyways, long conversation, and as his punishment, he has to make my daughter food when she asks for, at any time, the same amount she did for him. 
So it was about 30 times he woke her up, so he has to make her 30 meals. Everyone agreed, though my son wasn't happy and picked it over losing his phone for a month, so my daughter will wake him up to make her food. He still has 15 meals left. He hates it, but it gets the point across. Now school started and he got woken up last night to make her food, so this morning he was tired as all heck. He went to his grandparents and I got in a huge argument with my mom. She thinks I'm a jerk, but the punishment fits the crime. My son won't talk to me and I'm questioning myself, even though my husband is backing up the punishment. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As somebody who still doesn't treat themselves to the amount of sleep that they need, I would just say take stock in how important sleep is. I mean, even beyond the fact that he's going to be tired at school, just you need the sleep to survive, to function, to subside a lot of negative chemistry going on in your own body. Although, admittedly, he clearly did wrong here. I just don't think interrupting somebody's sleep is any kind of reasonable punishment, even if that's what they committed to somebody else. I'm not saying let him out of it, I'm just saying I think you need to go a different route than interrupting sleep. Our next story is, am I the jerk for giving my wife an ultimatum about baby names? Before my wife and I got married, we made an agreement that she would get to name our first boy, and I would get to name our first girl. We recently discovered that she was pregnant with twins, and after talking about it, we decided to stick to our original plan. I thought everything would be fine, but ever since I heard the name she chose, we've been having problems. The name is bad. It sounds really stupid and it's absolutely the kind of name that will get our son bullied. I immediately vetoed it, but my wife said I can't because that wasn't our agreement. I asked why she insisted on this particular name. Apparently it comes from a character she identified with in one of her favorite books when she was growing up but emotional attachment doesn't make the name itself any better. I said fine, then I may as well name our daughter Hortensia Beerbong III. It sounds just as dumb. She told me I couldn't do that, and I just said why not, it's my choice. That was the agreement. We've been at an impasse ever since. Now, obviously, I'm not actually going to name my daughter that, and I'm pretty sure my wife knows that too. I was just trying to help her see the mistake she was making, but she's not listening to reason. Recently, she started hinting she might just take off around her due date and give birth somewhere without me and my naming input. I think that's uncalled for, but I've got a week-long business trip that I can't get out of about a month before she's due, and I'm worried she'll take the opportunity to disappear until after the twins are here. I've told my brother to keep an eye on her while I'm gone, but it's not like he can watch her 24-7. I think her name choice is dumb and will cause problems for our son and she thinks I'm being controlling and overdramatic. 
Neither of us are willing to back down, but with her hints about skipping town for the birth, I've been wondering if things have gone too far. Am I the jerk? So, I think voicing your concerns pretty heavily doesn't make you the jerk, but clearly there is some serious dysfunction going on when both of you are arguing this heavily about it, and it even gets to the point where she openly floats the idea of leaving so she can just control everything. I would say OP is the jerk mainly because they agreed to this and immediately started going back on it. Don't make promises that you're not actually okay committing to. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my stepsister she can't afford her dream wedding venue after she accused me of stealing it? I, female 25, am getting married next year. I'm six months into the planning. I picked the venue pretty early on, and it happens to be the same venue that my stepsister, female 27, has always dreamed of getting married. When I announced to the family that it was all finalized, Lucy, stepsister, flew off the handle. She said I'm a sneaky jerk for picking that venue when I knew she had always said that was her ideal wedding venue. I understand her disappointment, but this reaction is, in my opinion, over the top for two reasons. The venue is very famous. I'm not the first or last person to get married there. It's a cultural landmark with a rich history that's played host to weddings for centuries. I also love the location. I have for over a decade. Nothing is stopping Lucy from getting married there someday, if she so wishes. The cost of a wedding at this venue is astronomical. My fiancé and I are aware that between my dad's family and his, we're signing up for a certain type of event, and we're fine with that. But I can admit the cost is eye-watering. I will not be giving the exact number, but when I contacted the wedding planner and asked if we'd be able to get the venue for 100000 she laughed at me and said the venue would not return our call for that price. I know that Lucy always said if she could pick anywhere in the world, she'd get married there, but very few people have the pick of the whole world for their venue. So Lucy was shouting at me, saying I was copying her wedding idea. I tried apologizing. I tried to tell her that just because I'm getting married first, it doesn't mean that when she gets married, she can't do it there. I even offered to trim the guest list from her dad's side so that if she ever did get married, there would be next to no guest overlap. Nothing worked. There were tears. She was calling me a snake and a backstabber. Eventually, I just got annoyed and was like, what was I supposed to do? Not pick the venue I wanted just in case you one day have a million dollar wedding? Lucy, be serious. Our parents are saying I went for the throat with what I said and I should apologize. I think that as much as I am sensitive to the fact that she might feel a bit annoyed, she has the rest of her life to get married there or anywhere else if she wants and she needs to let it go. Yeah, I'm gonna say OP's not the jerk. I'm not even really going to approach the ridiculousness of the cost of this, but I'm just gonna say if you have a million dollars or half a million dollars to throw around on a wedding, by God, have whatever wedding you want. If it's the wedding you want, have it. OP already, as far as I'm concerned, went above and beyond by trying to offer trimming the guest list, making any kind of concession to make sure that this million dollar wedding is okay enough to not just ruin everything for Lucy. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not specifically stating I won't serve alcohol at my house? So I, 22 year old female, moved out. I wanted to invite my family over to dinner, but because it's further away, one hour drive, which is a lot where I live, and they complained about getting home late, and then I changed it to brunch slash lunch and to show my new place. I invited seven people, family, and made sure I had plenty of options. 
Coffee, tea, juices, smoothies, several types of eggs, bacon, sausages, salmon, French toast, waffles, fresh fruit. My family knows I can't drink alcohol, but my brother got annoyed that there weren't any mimosas or Bloody Marys or things like that. My mom agreed, not in a rude way, but said that if I let her know I didn't have any alcohol, she would have brought some. I didn't because A, they know I can't have any and don't buy it, B, we met at 1pm, most people I know don't drink by then, and C, they were driving. My brother later told me that if he'd known there wasn't alcohol, he wouldn't have come all that way and that I'm a bench for not communicating it. Some of my friends agree that it's rude not to let guests know, but most think he's the jerk. I think so too, but I'm biased. Am I the jerk? So as somebody that just doesn't drink, I have no awareness of this, hey let's meet up for a brunch, and for there to be an expectation to have some kind of alcohol there. Honestly, to me, being so removed from everything like that, I'd feel like this family would have a little too much reliance on alcohol. I mean if you went to this lunch and there were mimosas or Bloody Marys or whatever, I fully understand that could be seen as like a really fun get-together event type thing, but really saying there's an expectation for alcohol to be there and if not, you have to let people know? I don't know if I personally agree that you would have to do that at all. I understand asking for dietary restrictions, but alcohol? This next story is, am I the jerk for letting my stepkids call me mom? I moved in with my fiancé, 28-year-old male, earlier this year. He has two kids, S, 4-year-old female, and D, 3-year-old male. The kids are under split custody, so half the time with dad, half the time with bio mom. I have met her and the kids before in person. She came off as a decent person and we never had any issues. Not an exact measure of time, but two or three months ago, S would randomly call me mom, or most commonly mama, like before going to bed as we tuck them in and say our goodnights. It was an odd adjustment, but I know they're little and I mostly brushed it off with a Okay, good night, honey. D would only call me mom if S did. He's three, so imitating. Well, about a month ago, while S was with dad and I, she asked me if it was okay for her to call me mom. Up until this point, really, both kids called me by my legal name and only knew me as daddy's special friend since we weren't officially married yet. It was quite a surprise for me. A sweet one, I should say. Dad and I both explained to them that if they want to call me mom, mama, etc., it was okay as long as they wanted to. S has on her own made it clear, to us at least, that she has two moms. And one dad, bio mom's boyfriend, doesn't want to be involved with the kids. Both kids understand they came from their mom's belly and not mine. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Dad and I went to drop the kids off to mom as usual. No issues. I stay in the car and she leaves with the kids. Nothing crazy. As dad and I were driving home, mom calls and I told him to answer but let her know she's on speaker with both of us. So he answers and lets her know I can hear the convo. 
She starts off aggressively stating, I don't know who's telling these kids that OP is their mom, but you need to know you will never be their mom, etc, etc. I told her that the kids chose to call me mom, and we explained to them that I'm not their real mom, just an extra mom. She still did not like that and went on about how it hurts her feelings that the kids are saying she isn't their mom anymore and all this nonsense. I got firm quickly and explained that I understand why it would hurt her feelings, but I don't believe what she's saying because of what I heard the kids say themselves. I allow the kids to call me mom because they see me as a maternal figure and it's about how they feel, not you, her, insecurities. She then went on to not only scream at him and I on the phone, but in her car in front of the kids. You both are pieces of freaking crap and these kids are mine, not yours. I hope you both freaking go to heck. And honestly, I can't make out much more of what she said, as most of it was unintelligible. After the kids' weekend with her, they came back and were sad because their bio mom said I'm not allowed to be their mom. I asked them, do you want me to be your other mom? They both said yes. So I told them that if they want me to be another mom to them, I can be. My heart breaks because these kids really seem to love me and I do love them. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk at all. If you are having that maternal figure and the kids want that, I just don't see any problem. Yeah, I completely understand why it hurts their mom. I'm not gonna lie, if I were in the mom's shoes, my heart would be shattering a little bit too. But it's just her insecurity and she's going to have to work through that. She can't force the kids to not love you. She can't force the kids to not see you as a maternal figure when you're in their lives as a maternal figure. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I bluntly told my mom why I don't want my sister in my bridal party? My fiance and I are engaged and have been discussing potential wedding ideas with our families. One of my mom's first questions was who the maid of honor was and I informed her that I wasn't planning to have one, and instead would be having my two male best friends, since childhood on my side of the party, as men of honor. My mom encouraged me to consider adding my only sister to the wedding party, for her. For what it's worth, she's not financially contributing to the wedding. I kind of brushed this off, but we don't even have concrete wedding plans yet, and she keeps bringing it up. I do not want my sister in my wedding party, because I feel like I was completely ignored in childhood due to my sister. I felt invisible next to my sister and had very low self-esteem. Our entire lives revolved around my sister's cheerleading, her drama with friends and boys. It was all that we talked about in our household. My parents paid zero attention to me and were completely wrapped up and consumed by my sister's life. As we got older into our later teen years, my sister had some drama with my father and has since become estranged from him. At my grad school graduation, my sister had refused to get in a family photo with my father, and what was supposed to be my celebratory dinner after the ceremony ended before we even ordered anything because my father was crying in the restaurant over it. My sister and I get along reasonably well as adults, but we certainly aren't close, and I feel like I'm still harboring a lot of mental trauma relating to my sister in the past. Because of this, I don't want her in my wedding party. I don't want yet another day centered around her when it should be around me and my fiancé. I'm really getting to a breaking point over it with my mom repeatedly bringing up wanting her in the wedding party. Would I be the jerk if I just bluntly brought up these examples and told her that the answer is no and she needs to stop bringing it up? I don't think OP is or would be the jerk. Personally, I don't think you need to bring up the examples. 
I mean, maybe you have to if she keeps pressing it, but I think mainly, I think you just put your foot down and say the answer is no, and that you're going to have the wedding you want to have. Like, you're sorry, but it's just going to be the way you want it to be. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my dad and his fiance that they're greedy jerks? My dad is getting married in the winter. He's going to have a six-year-old stepdaughter, Luna, when he gets married. And this whole post is about my dad and his fiance thinking my maternal grandparents should give his stepdaughter a gift to wear to the wedding. My mom died four years ago and dad and her were still married and he has some contact with her family. But since I moved out last year, it's been less than when I lived there. I'm 19 year old female by the way. So what happened is my grandparents bought me this really sweet locket for my birthday. My dad and his fiance were living together at the time and they brought me out to dinner to celebrate. Luna was also there and heard her mom ask about my locket and who bought it for me. Luna was suddenly all excited and talking about how they're going to be their grandparents too and would they buy her one. My dad said they probably would and we'd ask them, meaning he and I would. I looked at him like he was crazy but he ignored me. He did in fact ask my grandparents later and they said no. They even asked him why they would buy her something. They have no relationship to her and will only likely see her on rare occasions. He was upset with them for their response, but I was like, uh, yeah, that makes sense to me. So my grandparents helped me and my friends move into an apartment together over the summer. They also helped us get set up with some stuff. This bothered my dad's fiance a lot because they are yet to meet her or Luna and made no effort to do anything for Luna's birthday. So she and my dad told them they would be invited to the wedding, which they must accept, and they must give Luna something sweet before the wedding as a symbol of her being adopted as a grandchild by them. Now again, these are my mom's parents, not my dad's. My grandparents told them it would not be happening. Fast forward on, and my dad and his fiance have complained about it constantly. My grandparents gave me a heads up that drama was going down over their refusal. My dad and his fiancé said I should talk to my grandparents and tell them to knock it off and to treat my sister better than they are. I told them they shouldn't be such greedy jerks and that I'm not going to ask my grandparents that. I told them Luna isn't my sister and even if she was, it would not obligate my grandparents to do anything for her unless they were my dad's parents. We got into an argument over me calling them greedy jerks. They were offended and told me I was a jerk to say that about Luna too. Am I the jerk? I just can't blame OP. They clearly went way overboard and then went even further overboard by demanding you must announce that this kid is adopted by you as your grandchild. It's just all so ridiculous and out of touch. This next story is, am I the jerk for saying no to a mother-son dance at my wedding with my dad's wife? I, 28-year-old male, will be marrying my fiancé Skye, 28-year-old female, in November. Sky is dancing with her mom and her granddad, the two people who raised her. Sky wanted to know if I had any plans to dance with anyone. I told her I would likely ask my grandparents on my mom's side. They're the people I would be closest to. I asked my grandparents and they were over the moon. Grandpa even started practicing for it. My grandma was a little more emotional about it because my mom died when I was only seven. And for my grandma, It was a reminder that she and grandpa had to step in for some stuff so it could feel as close to having mom there as possible. The reason I asked my grandparents is I'm not close to my dad or his wife. My dad is a cold man. He was always that way. 
After our mom died, it was my grandparents who were there for my younger brother and I. Dad would tell us to stop trying to make him something he wasn't. The only time he wanted emotion from us was his second wedding to his wife. She dreamed of stepping in and becoming our mom and filling in the gaps mom left behind. We never wanted her to do that. In fact, for years, my brother and I hated her for trying to fill in for mom. She was a stranger. Some woman our dad chose who was nothing to us. She went too far at times, and because of that in my heart, she never became my stepmom, and instead remained my dad's wife. My brother feels the same way. She's not a terrible person. Some would say we should have welcomed her efforts and appreciated them, but she was stepping all over our mom in our eyes. When she'd put her name down under mom instead of legal guardian, when she'd buy herself Mother's Day cards and put our names on a card that said best mom, when she cut my brother's hair against his wishes because it bothered her that it was almost exactly like mom's hair and she hated it being pointed out, when she tried to guilt us into watching her give birth when we didn't want to, when she tried to force me to bring her into some mother-son dance and cried because I refused. Today I have a minimal, more low-contact relationship with them, so she was never going to be someone I asked. But she heard through my dad's parents that I was planning the dance with my grandparents, and she asked me to do a mother-son dance with her. I said no. I didn't give a reason or make a discussion, just no. She started crying again and told me that we loved crushing her and putting her in her place when all she ever wanted was to love us. She's mad, and so are my dad and his parents. They said my brother and I always treated her unfairly, and I should have agreed to the dance after all these years of her trying. Am I the jerk? OP is definitely not the jerk. The problem is, throughout OP and their siblings' lives, this stepmother was so insecure and it ruined any relationship they could have had. I believe that if she tried her best to be a maternal figure, even if that wasn't the title of mom, they very well might be dancing together but because they tried to force the issue and also tried to erase the image of their mom in their minds or get rid of anything that reminded her of their mom, she turned into a weird, controlling, invasive monster to them. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law that I shouldn't be expected to be her kid's other mother? My 15-year-old female, brother, 27-year-old male, got married in May 2021. His wife, 25-year-old female, was previously married and has a daughter, 5-year-old female. When they were dating, I spent my summer babysitting for them and getting paid $20 a day. I had zero problems with this until recently. They had their son in October 2022, and ever since I've been attached to my nephew. They also had a modular home put in the backfield, so they were closer to us. I was back in school, so I wasn't babysitting anymore. When summer rolled around again, I started working my first job and offered to babysit occasionally when I didn't have a shift and they didn't have to pay me. Eventually, I started to work only two or three days a week and they knew my schedule. Every day that I was not working, they would come by the house and drop their kids off. I started to voice that I wanted to be paid again if I was going to be babysitting so often. They never paid me and kept dropping their kids off. These last few weeks, I've been busy getting ready for school to start and going out of town a lot. They had voiced that they were mad I wasn't there to babysit for them. Last week was a week where I was able to be home. After I decided to quit my job for the school year, they came in with only my nephew on Friday night and asked me to babysit while they quickly ran to her parents' home and claimed it would only take 30 minutes or less. 
When they came back, they never came in for my nephew, but were making it obvious they were home. They were running around the yard screaming. After about two hours of having him, it was his bedtime and I started to take him to his house since I knew they were home. While I was walking toward the house, I started to see their truck pulling out of the house until they saw me. I gave them the baby and decided I didn't care until my mom texted me that they said they were going to take her daughter to the fair for a few hours without having to deal with the baby. I finally got the nerve to tell my sister-in-law I'm tired of being more of a mother to him than she is and that I shouldn't be expected to be at their beck and call. She hasn't spoken to me since and some people say I'm being too harsh while others say I'm being completely reasonable. I also want to mention that they always say it won't take long and it either ends up being a situation where he falls asleep for the night and stays with me or it takes multiple hours and they always claim that they just end up talking. My niece switches off with her dad every week and whenever she's back, it seems like they dump her off to anyone that they can so they don't have to take care of her. A million percent OP's not the jerk. At 15 years old, they shouldn't have to be babysitting their sister-in-law's baby at all. OP's getting very close to becoming an adult. They deserve to enjoy the last of their childhood. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.